podcast recording. Hello to our podcast people. Um, good morning, Misty. So, good morning, Kristen. Um, we're going to talk about the committed relationship that I'm in now with my Fitbit. <laughs> no, I, we really are going to talk about that and how it pertains to you. So, my question to you is, are you taking care of yourself? And are you telling the truth to yourself about that? So it's easy for us to think that we're drinking enough water or we're walking enough or we're eating right or we're getting enough exercise or rest or downtime or all of that. It's easy to tell yourself a story. So what is the story that you tell yourself about taking care of yourself. The story that I was telling myself is, um, you know, oh, I work out when I can and oh, I must be, you know, taking, I'm probably not taking enough steps, but I'm, you know, but I eat an anti-inflammatory diet and I drink plenty of water. So, you know, I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure I can, you know, hack it. Um, when the truth of the matter is when I put a step counter on myself, I realized that the amount of steps that I was taking per day was extremely sad because my, my office is here in the house. So I literally just go up and down the floors and, and that's pretty much, you know, when it's freezing outside, I have a full gym in the basement. I have a treadmill. I have an elliptical, um, don't always make it down there. And, you know, kind of fool myself into thinking that I'm doing what I need to do to take care of myself. So, um, I have a trainer that gives me a workout every day. (laughs) And I look at it on True Coach and I'm like, yeah. So, I had him come to the house last Friday and I decided to, excuse me, ask him some questions. And so... What I'm going to get to is that data doesn't lie. And I know Apple Watches, you know, record data and there's other devices. I just happen to, Apple Watches. Hello, good morning, Pamela. This is a good conversation for you too. I have a watch that I love, so I wear that here. And then, you know, I've got this, I don't like this thing. And we're going to, we're going to talk all about that in a minute. But I have it and I have it on. So I got a step counter and I attached it to myself, and then I got to see the real truth about how many steps I was taking. So I have Casey come to the house, and I ask him all these questions. I say, you know, okay, how many steps a day to make it matter? Um, Because I know that for people that are trying to lose weight, it's like 10,000 or more, and I don't really have weight to lose. I just need to stay healthy and tone stuff up. So he said, At 7,000 steps a day, it matters. Anything below that, it doesn't really matter. So he said all the research shows, um, you know, that anything 7,000 steps and above is contributing to your health. And then, of course, your heart health has to be, you know, your heart rate has to be up in a particular zone for a particular amount of time, for a particular amount of time in that window, and then a particular amount of time for the week. So I grilled him. I asked all these questions. How high does my heart, you know, how high does my heart rate have to be? How many minutes per week and in what kind of intervals and all this kind of stuff, right? 
So um, well, we've already got a creeper. All right, Pam, I blocked him. Don't worry about that. Okay. <clears throat> so I start to, I get all the data, I get all the information. And he says, you know, Noel, if you had a Fitbit, you could, you know, track yourself. And I'm like, those things are ugly. I hate them, blah, blah, blah. I'm a realist. I'm a positive person. I'm probably a workaholic. I am overdriven. I am a lot of things. One of the things that I am is a realist. Um, Laura says she's not hydrating enough or committing time to exercise because of her workload. That was my problem, Laura. I don't see in a day how I can have time to, you know, to get that in what I need to do for myself. Now, my mom died in 2020, which you guys know. She died probably 25 years before she really needed to. And it was because she didn't take care of herself at all. She didn't exercise. She barely drank any water. Um, it was very, very hard and sad to watch in the last two years of her life. So I have a really, really good I had a really, really good schooling in what will happen if you don't take the time to take care of yourself. I'm going to be 54 this year. A lot of you are younger than me. Some of you might be older than me. Um, good morning, Miss Rhonda Bradley. Rhonda is, um, we're privileged enough to have her on my crew for Delta Hire. Um, she is soon to be my operations manager slash uh, right-hand lady. She's been working for us part-time, so she's recovering from some wisdom teeth surgery. And um, I was telling her, I was thinking of her, and I reminded her that I go live this morning, so she's here with us. She, this is a good conversation for her, too, because she just is 30 now. And and if I can teach any of you young younger people how to take care of yourself and how that's actually the most important thing that you should be doing... Um, if I can impart that to you while well, I'm learning it now at 54 because I didn't learn it or understand it when I was younger. So, you know, I watch mom leave the earth before her time. I have a lot of people um, in my life that I care very much about that are overweight and unhealthy, that are not eating right, that don't drink enough water. Now they're starting to get different, you know, illnesses and sicknesses and all this kind of stuff. So number one. If you think that food doesn't have anything to do with your health or how you feel or what chronic condition you might have or could get, I highly recommend that you get yourself the book called It Starts With Food. They sell it on Amazon. Um, I read it several years ago and it was a real eye-opener for me and that's when I started to change my diet. So... Um, I eat an extremely strict diet, so I'm blessed with the fact that losing weight is not a problem that I have at this point in my life, um, and I don't think it will be because I just, I can't, when you, when your system gets really clean and you can't eat that kind of stuff, you can't eat it anymore, so anyway, I highly recommend that book, It Starts With Food, if you're, if you think that the way that you eat doesn't have anything to do with the way that you feel, I suggest you read that book because I thought that too. And um, and I found out different. So back to Casey and giving me all this information about what is healthy and what matters and what makes a difference. So I get the Fitbit. I order it. 
It's ugly. <laughs> I hate this thing. It annoys me. It is my worst enemy and my new best friend because it doesn't lie. The data doesn't lie, okay? So it tracks the, you know, it tracks your steps, tracks your heart rate. You can, you know, track your water intake and, and your, um, you know, you can track a lot more on it. It will also track your workouts and, you know, and your where you are when you're working out, like your heart rate, how high it's going and all that. <clears throat> so I put it on on Tuesday and, um, you know, my sister-in-law is saying she loves her Fitbit it's, and, and I'm right, it doesn't lie. No, it doesn't lie. And a couple of times this week, it's been totally responsible for the fact that I've gotten the steps in because when I look at it and when I think that I have to send Casey a report of how many steps I've taken that day and it's going to say under 7,000 and then what he's going to think about me and, and so... I'm highly motivated by not disappointing people. Um, and, you know, for someone in my position who's leading a company and then, you know, I'm I'm giving back to all of you and I'm telling you things and I'm giving you pointers and I hold myself to probably a higher standard than I would ever hold anyone else to. And literally when people ask me what my why is, it is the people that I'm coaching, mentoring, leading, all of you guys, my complete staff at Delta Hire, um, my son, you know, his young lady, all of that. I think to myself when I don't want to do something or I'm feeling shitty or stuck, I just think like, wow, what would, how will this look? Like if all of you who probably have a lot more challenges than I do at different stages of your life because I'm 54 now, so I've kind of gotten past a lot of stuff that was, you know, really difficult and challenging, and my challenges now are in a different way. I'm constantly looking for ways to push myself and keep myself sharp because I don't think I would be a good coach or a mentor if I wasn't doing that. Um, <clears throat> so all that being said, I have this thing now on my arm, and... I am constantly conscious of whether or not I've taken steps, gotten down to the gym to do the required, you know, exercise, cardio exercise, all of that. It is a it is a blessing. <laughs> and, and the fact that it annoys me so much, um, you know, it really shows me that it's something that I need. If you don't take care of yourself, you are not going to be able to take care of anyone else. You will not be able to take care of anything else. So for those of us like myself that work and work and work and, and think to ourselves, we don't have time, you know, oh, I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to do my prayer work. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Here's the thing. I have a theory that if you pick the two or three most important things that are most important to your well-being and taking care of yourself, for me, that's my prayers, my prayer time, um, my workouts, exercise, taking the steps, so like everything that relates to the Fitbit. And for me right now, the third thing is school. 
Um, I am in the middle of doing a couple more Harvard certificates, and then I've got a Yale certificate coming up, and then I've got three certifications coming up. I think I told you guys this. Um, certified, getting certified in DISC, getting certified in Brene Brown's Dare to Lead protocol, and getting certified as a professional coach. All of this is because with Delta Hire, we're getting ready to build out the second phase of the company which is to launch a training company that does leadership development, workforce development, um, and, and training for individuals and the workplace, and also coaching. So we're launching that in September, and leading up to that, I'm going through all the stuff and getting all these different certifications because I want to see what's out there and how everyone is, is doing all of this and what works and what doesn't work. So for me right now, the three most important things are my prayer time, which you guys might call your quiet time or your reflection time, whatever you want to call that, and the fitness stuff, and then the school stuff. And my theory is if I just concentrate on those three things, and if every day I make sure that those three things are intact, then everything else will take care of itself. So I've been living this theory for a week now, and it's really working. It works. Um, and even on my busiest two days where I had back-to-back -back Zooms for like eight, nine Zooms in a row, I made the time to do the three things that I just mentioned and everything worked. So you've got to take care of yourself. And I promise you, if I asked most of you, if you gave yourselves a score from one to 10, 10 being the absolute best that you could be doing for yourself, where would you rate yourself? Where would you show up on the scale? And we're only here, we have this one life here on this particular planet, right? We're here this one round, we got one time here on this planet. We have one, one time around. This is the vehicle that you're spinning around in. Would you put sand in your gas tank? No, because it'll destroy your engine. If you don't take care of this, which is your vehicle, you cannot show up for your kids in the way that is the best. You can't show up in your relationships in a way that is the best. You can't show up for other people in the best way. And you can't show up in your life really in the best way. Now I'm 54, I'm still learning this. I have been having people tell me for a long time, you're a workaholic, you need to take care of yourself, you need to do self care. And honestly, I have to be honest, I was like self care, oh that's for weak people. Promise you, that's what I thought. Self-care is for weak people. I don't need that. I'm a warrior, man. F that. I've got this. Okay. Now, I've been blessed enough to not have any kind of terrible circumstance to teach me a lesson in that. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to watch the fact that my mom did not do that because she, I was following what she taught which is just go, 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 go all the time. And I see what that netted her. And in the middle of that, I was starting to learn about, you know, 
making good food choices. And at one time I was a certified fitness trainer about 20 years ago. So I st I've been looking at all this stuff for about, it's been about 20 years now, since Antonio was born. Because when Antonio was born, I, I kind of made a decision that, you know, I was going to make sure that I'd be around for a long time, right? So <clears throat> now, funnily enough, his career path, he's a, um, he's a certified fitness trainer and he's becoming a master trainer and he's starting a business called True Warrior Fitness. He's um, working on the nutrition part of his certifications now, but he will be a fully-fledged nutrition and fitness coach. Um, and he will have an online business as well as an in-person business, and he'll be doing some stuff with youth as well. So he doesn't like to be on camera, but maybe he will change his mind when he gets his business going and realize that, some of you might be able to benefit from all of the things that he's learning and maybe he'll let me put him on a live. <laughs> maybe he'll let me put him on a live with me. We'll see. Um, so funnily enough, that's the path that he's chosen for his life. And, you know, he's really good at it. He's helped me. He's been, you know, telling me things as he's studying and learning, you know, he'll, he's been saying to me, mom, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that. And so, it's a lot easier to discipline yourself when you have your kid who's like telling you because then it's embarrassing, right? If you're a fail, then it's just an then you're just embarrassed. So, honestly, to not be embarrassed in front of the trainer and the kid, like the yesterday at like eight o'clock, the Fitbit was registering like five thousand steps, and I had did the cardio part. I had done. I had did. Oh my god. Excuse my English. I haven't had enough coffee. I had done the cardio part for the day, um, and and um, it was like eight. It's probably like eight eight o'clock, maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock. And I looked at the step count, and it was like five thousand steps. It was cold yesterday, the day, but a couple days I was able to go outside this week. When you're able to go outside and take a walk, it's it racks up steps, and it's far more interesting than on the treadmill. So <clears throat> I went downstairs again. I did some more on the elliptical, some more on the treadmill. I racked up some more steps. Then we were up to like, I was up to like 6,000. I was like, oh. So then I was literally, I was running around the house. I was walking around the house, up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs, round and round, round. The cats thought I was out of my mind. They thought I was playing a game of chase with them. So they were literally like chasing me because they thought that's what I was doing. And I probably looked like an incredible moron. But I was just determined, right? I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna sit down to do my schoolwork until the thing said seven thousand steps. So I got it to you know, I think I ended the day with like seventy two hundred steps. Now, if I didn't have this thing on my wrist, I I promise you I wouldn't have done that. First of all, I probably wouldn't have known. Second of all, I just wouldn't have given a shit because I wasn't tracking myself. You know that effectiveness chart that I recommend to you guys, and it's a free download on the site, you know, on revealingleaders.com in our free download section where I say to you, you make up the 10 things that are most important to you and put them on this list, and then every day you give yourself a score. And it's those 10 things that if you say to yourself, if I do these 10 things every day, I feel like I'm fulfilled, taken care of, and knocking it out of the park. So Tracy, Rodney, and I have been living, doing that list for, actually, Rodney's doing a list of only four things. Tracy and I are doing the 10. We've been living in that since January. 
scoring ourselves every week. Um, and it, my scores are, we're getting, now her and I are both between like 90 and 100 a day. When we started, we were like at 80. Um, and we're only doing it five days a week. So we give ourselves the weekends off. So when you track yourself and when you have data available to you, it's much harder to lie to yourself or tell yourself a story about how you're taking care of yourself. I promise you all of us can do make improvements in this way. <clears throat> and I promise you that it will change your life. Making yourself a priority is going to change your life. It's we talk about mindset a lot and we talk about how that's going to change everything for you and open up every opportunity, which is true. However, if you're a sick, pathetic, unhealthy person, <clears throat> It's extremely hard for you to get your mindset elevated. How are you going to do that? If you're in physical pain or you feel like shit on the daily, it's awfully hard to get yourself in a higher mindset. It's awfully hard to raise your level of, you know, raise your vibe, raise your emotional state. It's awfully hard to do that when you're not feeling well. Your body needs a minimum of half your body weight in ounces a day in water. That's the bare minimum. And seltzer is not water. Sweetened whatever is not water. Coffee is not water. Tea is not water. Water. Pure water. Water. Your body requires half your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you need to drink 75 ounces of water a day. That's the minimum of like being in a good optimal health place. Now, if you're working out and you're working out hard, it's more. The best thing you could do for yourself is drink a glass of water as soon as you wake up, like 8 to 16 ounces. It's one of the best things that you can do for yourself. It starts your metabolism rolling. It starts your body functioning. Um, I'm not anymore. I'm no longer a fitness coach. I'm no longer certified. So I'm, I'm not, um, not going to give you extensive fitness advice. What I want you to understand is that you have to make yourself a priority. I have only recently started to do this. I cannot express to you how important it is. I cannot express to you how painful it is to watch people how painful it is to watch people that you love dearly suffer from not taking care of themselves. It's heartbreaking. Things like walking and drinking water are simple tasks. And if you just start with your steps and water and taking that time for yourself to make that happen, that's going to make a huge impact. The amazing thing about fitness and working out and training is once you start doing it, your body kind of craves it and then you want to do it. And then you get into what I call the zone where you're like, yeah. That takes a while, and if you're extremely unhealthy or you haven't moved at all, it'll take you a bit. I promise you it's worth it to you. 
I promise you that you don't want to suffer the way that I watched my mother suffer from not just not drinking water. She didn't want to drink water because then she said she would have to pee and it annoyed her to get up from her desk and walk to the bathroom. I'm not, this isn't a joke. And I literally, in the last two years of her life, would watch her have an episode where her hands would freeze up and she would be in catastrophic pain because she was so dehydrated. And she, uh, you know, she she just wouldn't drink it. She'd drink it when she had an episode like that. And then she would, you know, she was drinking Izzy soda and telling me that that was, you know, that was good enough to hydrate her. <clears throat> it was not. So, and there are other people in my life that I care just as much about that are not walking every day, that are not drinking water. These are simple things. Drink water, walk, get a Fitbit, track your steps, get a step counter if you don't want a Fitbit. Amazon has a step counter for like 25 bucks. It won't track your heart rate or anything, but it will track your steps. Just start somewhere. I know this isn't really like what I teach, fitness and all that. However, it is because you can't even hear what I, what I have to tell you about how you can change your life if you can't friggin' function. If you are not healthy and you're in pain every day and your body's not function, functioning optimally, how the hell are you going to change your mindset, make more money, um, be in better relationships if you can't even move around? I mean, come on, you guys. If I can do this, you can do it. If I can wear this stupid, ugly thing and track my progress or my lack of progress if I can tell the truth to myself about what I'm doing you can tell the truth to yourself about what you're doing whatever story you're telling yourself about why you can't take care of yourself or why you can't make yourself a priority or why you can't work out why you can't walk why you can't drink the water it's a bullshit story it doesn't require you any extra money to walk or drink some water. Start there. If you have some extra income and you can afford to buy yourself a step counter and you can afford the book called It Starts With Food, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you read it. I do not advertise for them. I am not getting anything from them. I read the book. It changed the way that I thought about all of it. And I see very much how food contributes to how I feel. That's really what I have to tell you this morning. Um, make yourselves a priority. You've got to take care of yourselves. Next week we'll get back to, you know, our normally scheduled broadcast of talking about how to create the life that you want. Um, I just wanted to share with you guys this because this is what's going on for me and you know that I stay authentic with you and this is authentically what I'm looking at and dealing with and having to discipline myself and I'm aggravated on a daily basis I promise you this thing annoys me it annoys me and it's making me do what I need to do so it's working it's working okay
Andrea is saying it's very helpful information to take care of yourself. It's life changing. It actually, she's right. It will change your life. If you just start walking, just start walking. Walk around your damn house if you can't get outside. You, none of you can tell me that you can't walk and you can't drink water. I'm sorry, but I don't buy that. I understand if you can't afford a gym membership or you can't afford a trainer or whatever the Fitbit, whatever the hell else, but you can move your feet. You can move your feet. And you need to move your feet. God helps people who help themselves. The universe helps people who help themselves. My mother was a prayerful sort. She really was. She taught me how to be that way, her and my grandmother. But she didn't move her feet, you guys. She didn't move her feet. And now she's not here anymore. So you know what? If I can be a catalyst for you to move your feet, then I'm going to do that. She's a catalyst for me to move mine. So you move yours. So that's the job for this week. Move your feet. All right. We will um, see you guys next week. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. And we'll say goodbye to our podcast, folks.